Welcome everybody to today's very extra special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I like just how your face just scrunched up there. It's not very extra special. It's normal. I would say it's probably some of our best work ever. This was the laziest episode we ever put together. <laughs> but you actually went outside this time. I did go outside this time. <laughs> I am one of your three hosts, Chris. This is Cheryl. On a scale of one to ten, this was like negative ten effort. Mm. <laughs> I'm Sydney. I did the thing that I had to do anyway. You did do the things, and even if it was the laziest, it was your strongest lazy effort. Yeah. And you might also say that the French translation of strong is fort. For where you went, Fort Edmonton. Is that true? Yes. Oh. It's just pronounced differently than fort. Isn't it like forte? Isn't that different? <laughs> uh, yeah, forte is different. Interesting. Yes. We like our consonants as Anglophiles. Mm-hmm. For... You're an Anglophile. I am. And you are too. How dare you? Well. So you can tell Sydney's coming in hot today because it's extra hot outside. It's 1,000 degrees outside. We are just charred skeletons talking into microphones that have somehow not melted. I walked in 35 degree heat for half an hour like an idiot. So this is about 20% energy. So anyway. I went to Fort Edmonton. You went to our local here in Edmonton, Fort Edmonton. And what made you go? Because usually Cheryl and I have to argue with you for days and days and days to get you to leave your house. What made you leave your house today to go to Fort Edmonton? It was on sale. (laughs) (laughs) It was on a two-for-one deal where if you went to the Fort Edmonton or Telus World of Science, you got to go to the other one for free. Seemed like a good deal. Yeah, but then I didn't even use the other one because I gave my ticket to my sister so that she could do Tell Us World of Science. Good job. Yeah, I'm nice. Mm -hmm. Tell Us World of Science may be a future episode. Yep. We've already done it. Oh, right, for your James Cameron. Which I also came up with Mm -hmm. because I had to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a trend going on here. (laughs) Was it also a two-for-one sale? No, I paid full price for Yeah. And then I demanded a producer credit. But then I didn't listen to the episode, so I don't know if I even got a producer credit. Call back to our Titanic episode, yeah. episode season two. Yeah. So we went and we took my little niece, who's six years old, to Fort Edmonton, which I think is too young for Fort Edmonton. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, just so our listeners who are, you know, we've got listeners out in Russia and Pakistan and Germany, explain to them what uh, Fort Edmonton is. So it's like this fort. Of Edmonton. (laughs) It's the original trading post from the 1800s that was like, it's not in the original spot, right? It's a replica. Mm -hmm. Because the original spot where Fort Edmonton was is like on the river, right beside the river. Yes. By the legislature grounds. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Which I know from Gold Hunt, Mm -hmm. which was one of our other episodes. Um, but then, so it has the fort and then it has, um, uh, it's like a whole museum. So you can do the whole fort and then you go like, you st- you're supposed to start at the past and you come all the way up to the present, I guess is how it's like designed. So there's an 18 something street and then like a 19 something street. Mm. And then they put in a, a carnival right at the front. 
which is new. So you went to the carnival, which is right at the entrance. Last, but we, so you get in, you take the train all the way to the fort, and then you walk through the park back up. I think that's how it's designed to be done. But when you take a six-year-old and they see the carnival first, they don't give a shit about anything else. So we go in and she sees this big colorful carnival and all these rides. And then we get on the train, which was exciting. But then it takes you all the way to this shitty old fort with no electricity. Where everything's gray and brown and not carnival colored. And she wanted to get back on the train and come back to the front. So then I bribed her to walk through the actual park by telling her there was a candy store somewhere in the middle. Which is true. Mm Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't think it's there anymore. There's oh. an ice cream store, though, thank God. Yes. It was true. Yeah, well, they used to have, like, sell hard candies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they don't have any of that. I couldn't find. Nope. They only anymore. have, like, the stick candies now, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. They should bring back the candy store with the old-timey candy. Yep. They just had normal-timey candies, mm-hmm. which is nonsense. Like nerds and... Yeah. yeah. They literally have nerds and, like, cherry blasters and stuff. So then I had to talk her out of buying all that stuff, too, at the end. Now, there's a whole lot of different kinds of trains. What kind of train do you take back to the oldie times? One that goes woo woo. I don't know. It's green. <laughs> what do you mean, what kind of train? Am I supposed to know that? Steam engine locomotive. Is it a steam engine? Yes. Oh. I mean, Did it, you even go to Fort Edmonton? I don't even know what that means, honestly. I so, thought you put coal in trains. So traditionally, you did. but And then you get steam? Well... So it boils water and it would cause steam, but I don't think Fort Edmonton actually uses steam and like uses coal for their steam engines anymore because coal burning is bad. Mm. So yeah, it's a green train. And much like Back to the Future, was it two, three, where they ride a giant train through time, you also rode a train through time. Yeah, but we just saw some clip clops and some trees. Mm -hmm. So your friends, the clip clops. Yeah, they're okay. And there was pigs. Good there job. was two pigs. Mm-hmm. On the train? No, they were at the farm. They were next to a giant sign that said, do not harass the poultry. <laughs> <laughs> the poultry probably put that up. Yeah. Pigs aren't poultry, so you're good. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're pig tree. <laughs> so you ride the train all the way to... All the way to the fort. All the way to the past, as far back in time as there has ever been in Edmonton. Yep. For white people. Yeah, for white people, like that clear. <laughs> and what's the first thing you guys did? Oh, we went into the fort and to like, I think that what's supposed to be the old schoolroom, but there was a lot of like teenage boys and they scared my niece. So she was like, I don't think that's for me. And then she didn't want to go in any of the mm-hmm. other buildings. <laughs> I think she just found it loud and scary and she just wanted to go back to the carnival. Mm-hmm. Um, What else can you do at the fort? So they got like that ice house. They just show you old timey stuff. There's some boats. And then there's Rutherford House, which is like a big wooden house. Wood was very popular at the time. Yeah. The whole place is made of wood. Well, yeah. the fortress part. I wish you could go on top of like the guard post, but you're not allowed. I bet you could. No, you're not allowed. Who's going to stop you? Well, I don't know. Just tell me you have COVID. I guess. Or monkeypox. I guess. Well, you can't really fake monkeypox. Wouldn't they see it? I don't know. Got a lot of bug bites while you're out in the woods. I guess. I'm saying you should have planned more, and then you would have gotten to go on top of the guard post. Well, I didn't plan more, so. And so Cheryl and I have been to Fort Edmonton before. Mm-hmm. Did you get to see them with the gun practice? 
I didn't see the gun practice, no. But also because I was also at Fort Edmonton for dark for one of our like post-Halloween episodes um, where I got chased around with chainsaws and stuff. Everything was sort of like vaguely triggering for me uh, because of the trauma of last Halloween. Call back to our fear in, of the park episode. Yeah. So you said you wouldn't recommend taking a six-year-old there. Why was that? Oh, I think it's just a little too young like it is basically a museum there's a big museum Mm -hmm. that's outside and then yeah they see the carnival first and then they don't want to do anything else but uh admission is like 27 dollars. so i was like we're walking through the fucking park (laughs) oh and i got her a pony ride though so yeah that's a good anti-move yeah it costs eight dollars you want to ride a pony i'm glad you're keeping score and well you know (laughs) And they had, um, like, littler ponies, but they put her on, like, basically a horse. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, it's, like, massive. (laughs) When they put her on. She had fun. So they have pony rides there now, too. And they have a theater that um, is not child-friendly. When we went, they were talking about, like, racism. And I told my sister, you might have to have a talk about racism later. Sorry, we took her to a not-age-appropriate theater. (laughs) Ah, the old racist talkies. Yeah, I forget what they were saying because like we didn't stay in the theater very long. I'm distracted. Sorry. <laughs> He's licking the carpet, folks. Yes. There you go. He's fine. Our Ooh. new dog, Freddy, is settling in very nicely. Mm-hmm. He's like a feet warmer. Mm-hmm. And he's keeping the carpets clean. Yeah. He's a good boy. Good boy, Freddy. Now I lost what I was talking about. Theater. Racist movies. Oh, yeah. No, well, not racist movies. But you were just... talking about how much you love the racist movies. No, they were, like, talking about how terribly they treated black people. I think they wouldn't let black immigrants come to Alberta. I think that's what it was about. I think some people are still like that. Yeah, especially in Alberta. (laughs) They could be part of the exhibit. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, it's just a bit older than a six-year-old. I don't even know what a good age is. When do you go there in school? Nine or ten. Yeah, that's probably a bit of a better age. Well, I for sure was going at, like, four, five, six. I'm sure I've gone when I was super small. I got to be there on a sleepover. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Slept in Rutherford House. Nice. That's neat. Me and this other kid kept telling ghost stories to each other with an earshot of this third kid who was petrified of ghosts. Nah. Yeah. Good job. We're just one up each one upping each other with ghost stories of that very house that we were in. But isn't there no bathroom there? There's bathrooms there. Oh. I never got to sleep over Rutherford it's a house. house. I used to just stand in the the corner in the basement and you don't have to do anything people just walk by and they'll get scared imagine you're standing in the corner of the basement like blair witch style yeah just very still just big eyes i have like big giant disney eyes but you know in the dark they're scary so (laughs) all black just chill dressed in all black obviously Mm -hmm. yeah good time for me not Mm -hmm. for them and evidently not for our niece yeah she was bored yeah (laughs) of the museum parts she definitely just wanted to get to the candy store, but she did like the pony ride and the chickens and the pigs. Animals are always a big hit with kids. Yeah. So that was fun for her. And then um, she's getting a little bored, so we took the streetcar up the way to the 1900s house. Mm-hmm. Old-timey streetcar. Hard to believe those are like everywhere around town here. Yeah. And now our public transit is so bad that uh, someone on Reddit drew like a fantasy map of the LRT system that we should have. There's lots of uh, fantasy maps of the LRT. Yeah. At one point in City Center Mall, they had opened up an exhibit of city plans that had never gone through, and one of them showed an LRT map that was just amazing. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Yeah, we have terrible LRT. Trains that go everywhere. Yeah, we have trains that go nowhere. So for our listeners that have not ever been to Fort Edmonton, it's possible that you've seen Fort Edmonton in various movies and TV shows. Yeah. So uh, I pulled up a list on IMDb of the movies and TV shows that have been filmed in Fort Edmonton. Um, So number one is The Assassination of Jesse James. Mm -hmm. Number two is... Brad Pitt movie. Yep, Brad Pitt movie. Number two is Ginger Snaps Back, The Beginning. Wasn't all Ginger Snaps filmed in Edmonton? Mm, They might have all been filmed in Edmonton, but But not at the fort. fort. Correct. Um, A TV movie from 1984 called Draw. Another TV movie (laughs) from 1987 called Stone Fox. Oh, yeah. Another TV movie. That was about Cheryl. Hmm? That was about Cheryl. Another Stone Fox. <laughs> huh. the, the other TV movie they have is called The Last Train Home. Did they use the train? I guess so. Yep. Character jumps between a freight train cars. Hmm. Find his father who's been accused of murder. Hmm. I think it's only in films where you ever see someone jumping between the cars on a train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in real life, they're usually moving too fast for you to try that. It's true. A movie called Marie Anne. A movie called Give My Regards to the Ducks. I kind of want to see that movie. From from 2009. And a TV series that Chris and I actually watched called Fear Itself. And the episode is called The Sacrifice from 2008. Yep. It's a horror anthology TV series. And the first episode was about vampires. And the whole episode took place in Fort Edmonton Park. Is it known for its vampires? No. They just wanted an old fort-looking place for the vampires to live. Interesting. It's quite fun because, like, if you've been to Fort Edmonton, all the sets are immediately recognizable. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't really recognize it in Jesse James. Yeah. I think they did some green screen and stuff. Some movie magic. Yeah. Is it cheap to film here or something? Uh, So we used to. I don't know if we still do because I'm not in the movie industry anymore, but we used to give a tax credit to companies that film their movies here mm. as an incentive. Didn't they film Brokeback Mountain here? Uh, that was Southern Alberta. Southern Alberta, yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's been a few Christmas movies filmed at Edmonton. Yes. Nah, yeah, the one at the mall with Carmen Electra or whoever. Yeah. Yep. So, Sydney, what was your favorite part of Fort Edmonton? Leaving. No, I'm Leaving. kidding. Um, I like the train. I like to go on the train. Yeah. The train, though, not the streetcar. Mm. Why don't you like the streetcar? It's, it's not as good as the train. Hot takes from Sydney. Yeah. And then my niece liked the carnival, obviously, the best. The good thing about the carnival, though, is because they had games, um, but you don't have to pay for them. It's, like, all included. Because I didn't know if all the rides and stuff you're going to have to pay extra, but it's all free. Thank yep. God. Yeah. And she really wanted to go on the Ferris wheel, but I guess they close it like 15 minutes before the park closes, and I didn't know that. So um, we like went over to get in the line, and it was like already cut off. And I was like, oh my God, she's going to flip the fuck out. All she's been doing is talking about this Ferris wheel. But she took it really well, and then I was like, let's just go in the maze instead. And she was like, okay. And I immediately lost her like six times, (laughs) which was like (laughs) heart-stopping. It's like a maze in there. Yeah, it is like a maze in there. But they have these like um, tall stairs that you can get up to get like a lookout advantage. And I was just up there all the time trying to find her. And they're like, don't move. <laughs> like trying to go find her. Stay put. <laughs> so 
So, yeah, she had fun. She really liked the carnival, but um, hot tip for anyone. Apparently, Ferris wheels close early. I wanted to go on the Ferris wheel, too. Well, next time you'll just have to start at the carnival. Yeah, apparently. But if you started at the carnival, everything would just be all downhill from there. So, obviously, you're ping-ponging back and forth between places due to being towed by a hyperactive six-year-old. Yeah. Uh, did you get to learn anything while you were there? Because no. it is a uh, historical. But I've been there so many times. Like there wasn't really anything new for me to learn. What do you remember learning from before? Uh, that we were here in the old times, and <laughs> probably I often think maybe white people should have just stayed put because they just seem like the worst. <laughs> so if you're so against the white people being here, did you get a chance to check out the new indigenous exhibit? No, I wanted to, okay. but again, I was with a six-year-old, so. If you go listen to the trees, yeah. they tell stories. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go and pay another $26 just so I can see the exhibit. So there, I get to see it. It's there, brand new. There is one day a year where the park is free. Oh, yeah. But you have to get up early. I'm not a planner, a header, or a get-up-early kind of person. Mm-hmm. So you'll never go to Fort Edmonton again. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might. No, I don't really learn anything. How much do you know about Fort Edmonton? Everything. Everything. How many Fort Edmontons have there been? Four. Not including this park. Four. Five. They said not including the park. Yeah, the park is the sixth incarnation. Whatever. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> do you know where the first Fort Edmonton was? Yeah, I already told you. Where? Remind us. Where the lawn bowling is at the legislature. That was where the final Fort Edmonton was before it got turned into a park. No. The original Fort Edmonton was actually not even in city limits of current Edmonton. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) It was part of Gold Hunt. We were wondering if we had to go up to Fort Saskatchewan because that was where the original Fort Edmonton was. They moved because of several years of declining fur returns and increasingly scarce firewood. They just moved upstream. Because they cut down all the trees. Probably. White people. Just the worst. Well, it gets cold in the winter here. Yeah. Real cold. Mm-hmm. If they were smart, they would have been nomadic like all the other people here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would have just went someplace warmer. Yeah, doesn't it make you a little bit mad that, like, some idiot white person was, like, just going to set up camp here and just stays here and now we have to live here because all our stuff and friends are here? This is, like, the worst place to live. (laughs) You're not supposed to live in a climate like this. Out of control. (laughs) Shout out to our fellow Canadians in the Northwest Territories. None of it. They're also out of control. What are you doing up there? (laughs) Whoa. Nonsense. They love it out there in the tundra. Doesn't the sun set at like 2 p.m. in the winter when you get up there? Yes. Yeah. Out of control. In the summer, they have some days where the sun never sets at all. That's dope. So Fort Edmonton 2 was moved to the Rossdale Flats area here. Did they just move the forts or did they like make a new fort? They just made a new one and called it Fort Edmonton. They should have just moved the old fort feels like a lot more work than just cutting down more trees and building cutting down trees is hard work i watch alone yeah but they're moving upstream they're always talking about saws and shit on alone and how to conserve calories cutting down trees because it's super hard then there was fort edmonton three that was only open for two years total where was it it was up around smoky lake alberta so 
way out of that's yeah. far Edmonton that's far city limits you can't just call everything fort edmonton and it's like 700 kilometers apart that's nonsense yeah, and the how do people see. find it how do they tell people to move do they put up a sign well they moved there but it was only active for two main reasons the cree had been encouraged to visit other posts to avoid violent confrontations with the blackfoot how come chris is allowed to read off his phone during the podcast and i'm not because when Chris reads off his phone, he still makes his voice go up and down, and you just sound like you're reading. <laughs> Whatever. This is the way you sound like. <laughs> this location was only active for two years for two main reasons. The Cree had been encouraged to visit other posts to avoid kind of confrontations, blah, 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 with the Blackfoot. <laughs> and then the generally more southerly Blackfoot refused to travel so far off their normal circles and consequently took their trade to sell to the Americans. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Crushed it. So, yeah. Basically, it doesn't really say why they moved other than to avoid confrontations with certain tribes. And then it wasn't popular, so they moved right back to Rossdale. So Rossdale. Smoky was... Lake is like over 100 kilometers. Yes. It's yep. so far. <laughs> but it's downstream, so they could just float all their things down the river. That's silly. I've had to work there a few times. I don't think I've ever been there. Oh, well. So Fort Edmonton 4, they moved back to the Rossdale Flats area mm -hmm. until that flooded. Yeah, it's low. And then they built it higher up in the hill, right around where the legislature is. That was Fort Edmonton 5. Mm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are things you didn't know. I did know it. Just out of order and not all of it. What else do you know about Fort Edmonton? They have a theater there now. Yeah, they've had a theater there for a while. Okay, have they had it the whole time? Uh, pretty much. Oh, I didn't know that. They've had a hotel too. <laughs> I knew can, about the hotel. You can but stay in. I didn't know if the theater was. They have a fort in there too. Do they really? <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence! I also liked how you lumped the 1900s blocks into one because there's like three 1900s blocks. <laughs> old timey and they're like this is how they made bread in the old times it took 700 hours and i'm like i have a robot that cooks all my food for me so can't relate you're missing out well again i was with a six-year-old that she's so funny because she'd just be like let's go to the carnival and then she would get distracted and then she would get mad that we were still moving so we're waiting on you <laughs> you're the one <laughs> Anyway, so we went to the hardware store. There's an old-timey hardware store. Did you pick up an old-timey I can't even tell you the difference between the 1900 streets. One of them has a horsey carriage. <laughs> you can tell by uh, what kind of iPhones people had, usually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't check. Is there three? One of them is an 1800 street. <laughs> One second. Yeah, we'll look the it up. The 1800 street has the pigs and the pony rides. Do you know when the first Ford Edmonton was made? Yes. When was it made, Sydney? When do you think it was made? Back in the old times. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fort Edmonton. And we're talking about Fort Edmonton 1. 17. Oh. Can you guess the rest of the date? 92. Oh, two years off. Ah! 94. Damn it. Way, way back in the 90s. I knew it. The 1790s. Yep. Everyone was wearing grunge t-shirts and, well, they were all grungy because there was no running water. Gross. Especially for half the year when all of the water was solid. Yeah, I just remember from going there in school, like the middle of the fort is like this big grass square 
And then they tell you, like, in the old days, there'd be, like, dogs fighting over bones and, like, people just throwing their waste in the middle. Yeah. Gross. Probably attracted the birds that you would eat later. Gross. <laughs> Do you know who owned Fort Edmonton? That guy. The Rutherford guy. No. no. The Rowand guy. I don't know. It was owned by the Hudson's Bay Company. Oh, but like the guy was there in the big house. Yeah. Later on. Basically owned it. (laughs) So Hudson's Bay Company is currently a department store chain here in Canada, but its history goes way, way back into basically when Canada was colonized. And they still sell those um stripy blankets like the iconic old timey stripy blankets and it's like didn't you give those to indigenous people with smallpox in them no they did not do that oh yeah if you if you want a good podcast on that uh you can listen to the secret life of canada i thought we were just running around giving people smallpox no because of like milkmaids and stuff no cows and they didn't know and no i don't know i watched guns germs and steel and i just felt like that was enough learning (laughs) that's fair so way back when the hudson's bay company was a a fur trading corporation it was basically fur was big in the olden times mostly because it was cold here and it was also cold back home in europe but the corporation for most of canada they were the de facto government oh yeah she was also horrified by all of the fur skins Mm. absolutely horrified so I remember like going as a kid and they pick up like a beaver skin and be like, this used to be a beaver and you would like pet it and then you'd move on. But she like hated it. That's fair. She's like animal skins belong on the body. Fair enough. So before our listeners yell at us, there are four zones at Fort Edmonton. The fort itself, which is 1846, then 1885 Street, 1905 Street and 1920 Street. Mm -hmm. Is that the carnival? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So back to one of the owners that you had talked about of Fort Edmonton that you thought owned the whole place. The guy. The guy. The guy. So Rowand. Rowand House. Did you know his house was called Rowan's Folly? Is it called Rowan House? It's not called Rutherford House. Rutherford House is on campus. Yes, that is correct. There's also a Rutherford House at Fort Edmonton. Which one's the Rowan House and which one's the Rutherford House? What's the big one? Yep. The big one's probably Rutherford House. Yeah. The really big one. Are you talking in the fort? In the fort. Then that's the Roland House. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah, Rutherford House is on one of the other streets. So Roland House was called Rowan's Folly. It's basically built this giant house in the middle of a Hudson's Bay fort, which is like the store. So imagine you built your house where you work, and then people feel like they're entitled to your attention all the time. I've threatened to do it many times, so build a house and live in my office. I don't like to commute. And while I was researching this Roan guy on internet, I found like some weird tidbits about him. As the boss of the Fort Edmonton there, he was regarded, this is from Wikipedia, Roan was regarded as something of an ill-tempered taskmaster by the workers under him. When they misbehave, I will tell them of it without fearing to hurt their feelings. They must do their duty as I was made to do mine. And his high expectations of the workers also showed in his little sympathy for illness. He was heard to have said at one point that any man who is not dead after three days sickness is not sick at all. That's toxic work culture. (laughs) That's why people quiet quit. 
There was no human resources back then. Yeah. Human resources isn't your friend anyway, though. The other weird part about him was his death. So the way he died was, I mean, he just died of a heart attack. So it was one of his instructions that his bones were not to be left in the Indian country, which he called this area. Well, that's where he says. But moved to Canada and interred near those of his own father. Because this wasn't really Canada. It was more like a yeah. Where was Canada? back then. Upper and lower Canada. And so like Ontario, Quebec. Ontario is Canada. Yeah. Got it. So that's far from here. Mm-hmm. Especially back then when you don't have any high-speed transportation. So... You can't transfer a body that long without it completely decomposing. We still don't have high speed transportation. We have no high speed high speed rail. We have airplanes. And our planes like don't take off and they just lose your fucking luggage. <laughs> Air Canada's got named one of the worst airports like in the world. We don't have just Air Canada here though. Air Canada's the worst. So basically to meet his father's wishes, one of his sons had his uh let's see here. His cadaver was boiled down to the bones. His remains, so the bones were brought to be interned, but they also had this like remains that were boiled off. Ew. They were pickled in a keg of rum and shipped overland. Gross. So imagine some guy, UPS way back in the day, has a skeleton in one box and a barrel of human juice in the other just to meet this guy's dying wishes. Ew. <laughs> pretty sure that's illegal nowadays. Probably, yes. You know, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm it falls sure into it uh, desecrating a body. I mean, but it's their final wish. There's like laws about what you can do with human bodies. Yeah. If anyone knows for sure. Yeah, please, please contact us. Please email us or comment. Even in ashes, there's rules. Like, lots of people take their loved one's ashes and try and throw them on the haunted haunted mansion ride at Disneyland, yeah. and they get real mad. Yeah. And they have to stop the ride and bring in a biohazard team. Yeah. You're also not supposed to scout them at, like, national parks. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, throwing ashes on the haunted mansion would just lead to more ghosts, which would mean to longer lineups yeah. for the haunted mansion. That's true. I don't know. I don't want someone's people ashes all over me. So, Sydney. What? Going back to the topic of a UPS driver going across the country with a bucket of bones and a barrel of human guts. Uh-huh. What would you like to have happen to your body? I want to be turned into a diamond. A diamond? Yeah. A black diamond. And then what will happen to that black diamond? I would just like to travel around and curse people. Much like your beam pendant yeah. is doing right now. Yeah. Wherever it may be in the world. After so, you lost it. Yep. Still don't know where it is. Have you figured out who you're going to get to uh, send your diamond all over the world? No, just leave me on a bench. I should also tell you that I think Cheryl and I found out recently that when people's remains are turned into diamonds, the amount of carbon in a human body is so absurdly low that they have to throw in other stuff to actually have a diamond worth having. Well, they're going to have to throw in stuff anyway because I want to be a black diamond. Good job. Do what you gotta do. Okay. Do what you gotta do, diamond people. I'll go throw in all our trash and garbage in there until it turns a nice, nice black. Excellent. What about horses? All the horses. No horses. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find you. Horse bones? That's mean. You won't find me. You'll be in a diamond that's being shipped around the world. I'll haunt you. So that's you're fun. saying nay to horse remains. <laughs> I hate this podcast and I hate you guys. 
So in Edmonton, one of the main roads is called the Anthony Henday. We're now just going to go into some general Edmonton history. So so one of the main roads in Edmonton is called the Anthony Henday. Do you know anything about Anthony Henday? He's this guy. Mm-hmm. Doing stuff. Tony Henney, known to his friends. Tony Henney. Uh, so apparently he was made an outlaw in the 18th, mid-18th century in Britain before he crossed over into Canada to work for the Hudson's Bay Company. Yeah, isn't that why everybody's here? <laughs> yes. But in 1755, he was believed to be the first white man to spend an entire winter in what is now Edmonton. Wow. Yeah. So we have him to blame for our <laughs> predicament. That is correct. What do you live in? A house? I would imagine a cabin of some sort. So, this history is about Edmonton's first mayor. Do you know who Edmonton's first mayor was? Yeah, he was this guy. White guy. What was his name? <laughs> White guy Steve. <laughs> so, his name was Matthew McCauley. I which, knew that. Which the McCauley neighborhood is named after. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Captain Tractor. They're the ones who originally got me interested in this subject. This is called the Rat Creek Rebellion. So this story takes place in Edmonton. The federal government wanted to take the land titles that Edmonton had and ship them across the river into Strathcona County, which for those of you who don't know where Strathcona County used to be, old Strathcona is like an area in Edmonton. It used to be its own town and eventually it amalgamated with Edmonton. But prior to that point, the plan was for them to take those land titles and move them to Strathcona. An angry mob in Edmonton basically got together with guns to try stop them from loading the land titles into a wagon to bring them across the river. They figured that this was not a good idea because the land titles, there were only a few offices here and there. And so typically wherever the land titles office was, you would have more business. But people were tired of going across the river so that was their plan of bringing it across Strathcona. Mm -hmm. So what ended up happening after this whole thing went down, where they basically, this mob was like, nah, you're not taking this stuff. They dispatched the RCMP. So Ottawa was like, mm, okay, let's not do this. We're going to send the RCMP, which is our Royal Canadian Mountie Police, to Alberta, Edmonton, to try deal with this thing. So Matt McCauley, who was our first mayor, went down to Rat Creek and met up with the lead RCMP officer, who is actually Griesbach, which is one of the newer communities in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big horsey statue. Correct. Your favorite. The Pokemon Go spot. Yep. So they met on the bridge over top of the Rat Creek Ravine and Matt McCauley said to him, if you guys come here to try steal like the land claims from us, there's going to be a war and you and I are going to be the first people to die because I'm not going down without a fight. So they made peace. It's like, okay, fine. We'll just leave them where they are. We're not going to do this because the government requires people to vote for them. So they don't want to piss off the people in Edmonton. So they're just like, fine, the land titles can stay here. But because of this whole incident that occurred, the RCMP were like, well, we're not, we don't have jurisdiction in Edmonton anymore. And that was the start of the Edmonton Police Service because we just, we were told that we needed to get our own constables and our own officers and our own everything else because they were refusing to come in and enforce the laws in Edmonton. That seems very on brand for Alberta. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I 100% believe that. Yeah. Angry Mob was the first freedom convoy. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm hmm. And now we want our own uh, 
provincial police again. Yes, we do. I mean, not everyone wants that. No. Yeah, nobody wants that. Well, some people want that. So the only thing left of the Rat Creek Ravine is actually a pump house along the North Saskatchewan River in Dawson Park. For my last piece of Edmonton history, and it was actually really hard to find Edmonton history on the internet. I don't know why, but whatever. No one cares about us. I guess so. On January 28th, 1965, at 2.30 a.m., a man bombed three American warplanes being retrofitted at an airport in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Jesus. Also on brand. Yeah, also on brand. Also uh, on brand. So this was a protest against the Vietnam War. Oh. Yeah. So a security guard was bound and gagged and then shot with a rifle when the perpetrator entered the airport. Oh. Two F-84 jets were destroyed and a third was heavily damaged by the bombing. Yikes. Yeah. The guy who did this bombing was found guilty and was sentenced to hang. But upon appeal and a new trial... He pleaded guilty to non-capital murder and was sentenced to life in prison. He was released, turned his life around, married, and ran a successful business until finally dying in 2005 in Kingston, Ontario. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And I've got one more piece of trivia here for you, Sydney. I already know it. So our city's name? Edmonton. Do you know what it's named after? Yep. What's it named after? I don't know, some guy. You mad because I write. Kind of, sort of. You're half right. <laughs> so it was, it's been named after Edmonton in Middlesex, England. Is that not, named after some guy? Not top sex or bottom sex, Middlesex. Uh-huh. I bet you that's named after some yeah. guy. And it was named because a lot of the people who formed the original settlement, they were from there. Some of the more influential muckety-mucks. They just thought, we'll take that old place name and name this that. I wonder if that's why the Edmonton outside Kansas is named Edmonton. Probably. And so The British need to chill out, stay put, quit naming everything after their damn selves. (laughs) Edmonton derives from Edelmonton. Edelmonton? Edelmonton. Is that some guy? So, it means farmstead of Edhelm. That sounds like some guy. There's like a little line on top of the E. Boom, crushed it. Meaning Farmstead Estate of Edhelm from Edhelm, an old English personal name, and Tun, which is the farmstead. I'm going to take a win for that. We're named Edelheim's Farmstead. Accurate. Accurate representation of this area. Edmonton is the fifth largest city in Canada. And also on my phone app, when I tried to have like a dual clock and I wanted it to be like, it'll show you the time of where you are in another city. You can't even pick Edmonton. You can only pick Calgary, which I find extremely offensive. (laughs) That was coded by a Calgarian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. I know it was. Stupid Calgary. I like to shorten it to the Gary. The Gary. (laughs) Edmonton is the northmost city in North America with over a million people. I knew that. Mm-hmm. We're on the same latitude as Moscow or some <laughs> shit like that. And Edmonton is one of the sunniest cities in Canada with an average of 325 sunny days. Uh, my I last knew that too. Uh-huh. My last Edmonton fact, which this is kind of cool. The Edmonton River Valley, which if you look at our Instagram and our Facebook, I share a lot of pictures from the Edmonton River Valley because I spend a lot of time there. It is the largest urban green space in North America at 7,300 hectares. 
which is larger than all of Manhattan in New York City and 18 times larger than Stanley Park in Vancouver. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. We big. It's we a big. Big old carbon yep. sink. We're considered the gateway of the north because of the railroad, road, and air connections to the communities in the far north. We're also the birthplace of the man who invented the donaire. That's right. And we invented cold effects. Yeah, cold effects. Did uh, we? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that. Wasn't it the one that was in, like, got sued for being a scam? Yes. Also okay. very on brand yes. for Alberta. <laughs> also very on brand for Alberta. Is it a scam? They still sell it. Yeah, it's it's been proven to not actually work. They made some claims that yes, weren't real. Correct. It can't cure a cold, but you take it when you start feeling sick for like symptom relief or some shit. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. what they say now. Mm-hmm. But did, oh, did they say it could cure a cold when it came out? I think they, they claimed it would stop a cold. Which is the same as curing a cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which it, it doesn't do. It can't do that. No. Yeah. Advertising weasel words. Correct. Yeah. It's like when you say we're no the, cure for the common cold. best <laughs> cold relief company in the world. Mm-hmm. You have to qualify best because it could mean anything. Yes. Uh, several major chain restaurants also were started in Edmonton. Boston Pizzas. Yep. Earl's, Booster Juice, Famoso, and Sawmill. Oh, I didn't know that Famoso. Yeah, I didn't know that either until today. Good job, Famoso. Famoso does not travel well. You got to go to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The coldest temperature ever recorded in Edmonton was minus 49.4 degrees Celsius, which is minus 56.9 in Fahrenheit for our American listeners. I think I've been in minus 50, but in the Great White North. Yeah. Not here. And this, that weather or that temperature was recorded on January 19th and 21st of 1886. Hmm. The highest temperature ever recorded was 37.2 degrees Celsius. Wait, sorry, is, is that with wind chill? Uh, that I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, the highest temperature ever recorded in Edmonton was 37.2 degrees Celsius, which is 99 degrees Fahrenheit. Like last year, yeah. <laughs> on June 29th, nineteen thirty-seven. I think that's old because we had we've hit forty. I definitely haven't been here for it hitting forty. I think it also depends where they're taking the temperature, that's or maybe they just always forecast that it could hit forty, but then it doesn't actually hit forty. Mm-hmm. I think like areas of town definitely hit forty, where others are like only thirty-five, and probably due to lack of natural vegetation. Yeah, and it's going to be worse wherever there's concrete and that kind of thing, too, and it's just bouncing back up at you. Yeah. The Margaret Ziedler Theater at Tellus World of Science is Canada's largest planetarium. You know something my mom was ranting about when, before I came here today? Apparently, like, we've always, we've, we're, like, the first planetarium. Yeah. People have a planetarium. Yep. And we just always have free telescopes here. And if you go to Calgary, you got to pay $10 to look at the telescopes. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Cheap bastards. That's another reason not to go to the Gary. Yeah. Don't go to the Gary. They're going to charge you to look at the night sky, which is literally free. Mm-hmm. That's well, true. I mean, the telescope's not free, but. My last Edmonton fact, otherwise I'll just Make keep going. Make it a good one. Yeah, this one's actually really interesting. Pressure's me. on. Edmonton Public Schools offers the only Mandarin bilingual program from kindergarten to grade 12 in North America. Oh, that's neat. And it has been described as having the best Chinese language program outside of China. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty crazy. So good for us. That's interesting. Yeah. So Sydney. Would you recommend people go to Fort Edmonton Park and check it out for themselves? Yeah, go check it out for yourself. Have a little look around. Don't bring a six-year-old. They don't want to go. 
And Sydney, would you recommend people go to Edmonton to check it out for themselves? No. Well, <laughs> one is inside of the other, so. No. No, no, it's okay here. If you got a friend here, you could come. I don't know why you would come here if you don't have a friend. For the biggest mall in the world. Oh, gross. <laughs> well, it's not the biggest mall in the world anymore, but mm-hmm. it used to be. Oh, we, have we been overtaken? Yeah, we've been overtaken. Well, I worked in it when it was the biggest mall in the world. Yes, so. good job. I think we're number one for amount of stores, though. Yes, I think so, too. Hmm. Probably because all them kiosks. Oh, you can't count the kiosks. Well, I think that takes us to the end of today's extra special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. This is your host, Chris, signing off. This is Cheryl. And I'm Sydney. I did the thing. And I paid for it, so I want to produce a credit. Thanks for listening to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, spread the joy and share us with your friends or leave a review. If you really enjoy our podcast and you want to support us in doing more episodes, consider donating to our Patreon or leave us suggestions in the comment section on our website or social media. Or you can email us at IWentOutsidePod at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We don't got Snapchat because that's for creeps. We don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. We got Facebook, Insta. Oh, fuck. Okay. You're not going to do it again. It's not going to be as good. Why don't we have Twitter? <laughs> we got Facebook. We got Instagram. And you can see all our photos and adventures that don't get turned into episodes because every day of our life is an adventure. Bye.